And welcome to Shanghai Reality. It is Jula June, almost July, June 29, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. So, good morning, Derek. Good morning, Nancy, Mark, and everyone. Thanks for joining us. And Mark, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, um... Well, Derek's got a few things that are new. Uh, how do you want to start this, Derek? You want to just talk about the uh, grid? Sure. Yeah, we can just jump right into that and kind of bounce all around. Not a problem. Yeah. So what what she's actually talking about is, um, and some of you that have been uh, longtime listeners are familiar with what we call the Shungai Grid or the Shungai um, Grid Project. Um, it ties into the Shungai Map. What I'm getting at here is basically... Um, Nancy's going to share a, a link with those that are in chat and for others later, um, it'll be in the show notes, but on mysticalwares.com, and I, I should add into that real quickly too, mysticalwares.net will get you to .com as well. It might give you a, a small like security warning because we're forwarding the domains it's called, but long story short, mysticalwares.com and .net are both us and they should land you on the same site. Um, but on that site, if you click Shungai FAQ on the drop-down menu, you'll get to that just what it says, the Shungai FAQ, where there's now a new link for the Shungai Grid project, which is what we're about to talk about. So for those of you that want to maybe see the – and there's various articles on there. There's um, some interviews that Nance and I have done in the past regarding the Grid project, um, and those are all on that link that I was talking about. And, again, it was just shared in chat too. <clears throat> Excuse me. But basically, and of course, jump in anytime, both of you, because um, I'm probably going to forget to mention some part of this. But the Shanghai Grid Project we started, well, I'll just have to say several years ago, because I don't know the exact date. But it, actually, initially, it started kind of in secret, where I was myself, I would take various trips um, up and down the West Coast of the U.S. and Sometimes it's for buying purposes for mystical wares, so I'd head to Arizona, the rock and gem shows, um, or different reasons. But on these trips, I started, because clearly I was aware of, you know, Shungite's greater effect on our environment and everybody else, and then the quantum entanglement factor to where it all is connected. Um, we started literally tossing in, uh, Shungite nuggets. Sometimes we'd pull over, and um, when I say we, sometimes it was my beautiful wife, Maureen, or my daughter, Livia, you know, or sometimes myself alone, but we'd go out there and take Shungite nuggets. And I would, st I started by tucking them into maybe the bark of trees or kind of burying them in certain spots. Or if I was driving past waterways, be it a river, creek, lake, whatever, the ocean, uh, many times, I'd put pieces of Shungite in there. And then uh, basically it's, a, then I, I won't get into the whole aspect of it, but visualize it connected to the other pieces that quantum entanglement factor where it is all connected much like us we're all connected so we were building and it kind of evolved into what we called um the shungai grid project so it was and we're talking many thousands of pieces of shungai again initially started gifting to nature actually the first ones was when i was going out on hikes myself here in the cascade mountains of washington state and i would go up um, well, literally hug a tree. And then I, and then first times I was like, well, 
we need to gift shungite. So then I would take, because you could feel the energy connection between the tree and shungite in your pocket. Basically, there was like a little, not quite a pulse, but a, I don't know, an energetic nudge, we'll just say. So then I, I that's what first initially, and I don't know if I even put that out, triggered me to think, what's going on here? So it's kind of like that magnetic pull, took the shungite nugget out, tucked it in the tree bark, everything just synced or became more cohesive in the energy field of myself, the tree, the environment where I was. So it made energetic sense. So then that's kind of how uh, we started gifting Shungite. And then in various ways as well with, of course, the beehives um, and, and in the environment of the beehives as well. It's so not just on the hives, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, so that's, and then again, expanded, did that. Uh, maybe you know better, Nancy. I don't know how long I was doing that kind of in private. And then you and I talked about it. And then it just kind of, once we, we talked about it and put it out there, well, we thought, well, wait. I mean, how many thousands of customers have bought? And we get our Shungite directly from Karelia Russia itself. So it's not bouncing through a bunch of middlemen out there and coming to us. So it's a really direct source from the, um, again, that the, the Shungite mine itself to us, to customers. So we thought, well, we're all connected because it's the same Shungite. Um, and it, it all originated from us. And regardless, it doesn't have to come from us. If it's Shungite, it's going to be connected because it came from the same mine. So I should elaborate on that um, or at least point that out. So then we realized, well, you know, these the customers are connected as well. And, and we gifted Shungite to different people. And so long story short, again, uh, we found out that there's something called Google Maps online. And that's where if you go to the shungai grid project page on mysticalwares.com kind of scroll down you'll see that link and it'll open up a map on what's called google maps where we've started again that grid project where you can put a little point or like your arrow on a map and it clearly started here in washington state um and then it, it just gives you a link that you can share with others to maybe note where you've been so i started that and then i went on a oh maybe what was nancy maybe I think it was like a 3,000 mile trip, which is pretty typical, by the way, when I do a round trip down to the state of Arizona, back up to Washington state. So it's a pretty hefty drive. And then I just started, well, I sat down one day and just kind of peppered each of the cities where I had taken Shungite out or pulled over. And I by no means got to all of them because on each trip, it's hundreds of pieces. Um, but I would pick the main key cities just to kind of see that what we call a grid. And I thought, oh, you know, we made that big loop. And and Nancy perceived it on many levels as well and saw and thought, well, you know, there's others connected, of course. And so it kind of grew from there. Uh, and then each time I would do a different trip, regardless if it was down the West Coast of the U.S. or just into Idaho or wherever, I would add it on to there. And then we opened it up to, um, you know, the greater audience as well and said, well, here's the link. You can add your point. So now if you go and visit the Shungai Grid Project link, and then by the way, if these links are difficult to find and maybe you're not in chat to download this, you're just hearing us talking now, just you can go to Google and type in Shungai Grid or Shungai Grid Map, and it's gonna be the first thing that comes up and just click on that. So an even easier way to get there. And what you'll see is now a worldwide map. I believe there's Shungai been added to, and it's not me adding these points, by the way, it's just the public, everybody, the Shungite Grid Project, everybody who owns Shungite. And it's over 140,000 views on this map now. With, I don't know how many different thousands of points and connections. So literally, if you're an individual that's aware of Shungite and you have a piece, you're more than welcome. And we encourage you to, to go to this link I've been talking about. And all you do, and I'll, I 
and it's it would be best if I explain it a little bit because it's not that intuitive on the website because there's not a button you just click to say, hey, add my point. What you do, again, go to that Shungite grid map on Google and just type in the search box on the map, not Google, your city or location, and then it'll appear on the map, and then just click the map. And then you'll see a little box will open where you can say, hey, Shungite nugget put here, you can put your name, whatever you want to put there, but it will add a point to that Shungite grid to where now the, the greater Shungai is connecting on that, again, quantum entanglement level. So kind of a, an energetic, healing, loving, um, you know, grid, we're just calling it, because it's now across the whole planet. And of course, there's so many that are not added on there, just individuals that aren't aware of it. But just for the ones that are, on the numbers that have been reached, are it's a pretty phenomenal thing to take a look at. And I'll try and find a, an image of the map later and get it in for those in the chat room too. But there's a lot. Um, I, and the next, I think I've ahead. given them the, did I give them the exact link? I just put something in chat. I think it's this one. Let me just make sure. Well, I'm going to put it again, guys, in case you didn't see it. All right. Um, what is amazing about the grid to me, it's just fun. You know, one of the things, I've learned so much from Shanghai, but... One of the things that Shungite has brought me into a clearer perspective of is the world. Because we look at the world now. We think about the world. We think about, oh, we get our stuff from Russia. You know, where's it going? You know, it's in South. Every single continent has marks on them. You've got Argentina, which is great because that's where Walt came from. You're going to have Walt on it on metaphysical perspectives in a couple of hours. Um, it, it Russia itself, Karelia, it looks like there's a, a dot right, right there in Karelia, because we know the Russian people. I mean, we know the people in the mine, who, the general manager, you know, the the people that live in and around that area. We we know we know them of them. I mean, they're not like email buddies, but we know them. There's a connection. And Shanghai not only connects us in an energetic way, but it connects us in a in a conscious way to realize that it is all one world. You know, all these people are doing the same thing we're doing, trying to find a way to become more authentic selves and to learn to be open to the magic of the universe. And magic is just the manipulation of energy. And Shungite is one of those tools. It's it's the primary tool for understanding a vast a vast amount of just energy energy we call it the study of energy. It it does so many things in so many ways, and it reaches into the quantum. And we're all quantum beings. That's what we are. So it's all one world. We got all these wonderful people out there that are our family on the Shungite mission, uh, just to to make things better. But I, I love looking at the map; it, it's fun. I know. Yeah, I got that one up there in chat for those that are there, and it, and that I didn't even zoom out. So you're just if you zoom in, you know, maybe if you look at the U.S., it looks like oh, I can see about a hundred points. Oh no, zoom in, and those guys look spanned. There are just many, many, many thousands of of people that have added themselves to the grid so it's a great visualization just like nancy was talking about 
to see that and then see the Shanghai and even I do see that Nancy up in Karelia somebody up there has actually added the mine itself now um, and then other other many places because every time I look at this map uh, there's more spots of course added to it and I'm like wow are you kidding me I mean just it's peppered on looks like every continent maybe maybe Greenland might be a little tough I'm not sure <laughs> how many beehives are up there but and or you know people but yeah it's very interesting there's a mark for Afghanistan, Pakistan, oh, really? India, yeah, uh-huh. Indonesia, Madagascar, a lot of, well, a lot, there's, there's a number of them in Africa. Europe, of course, is, is full of it. We have to work harder in South, South America, I think, because we don't have as many little dots. And I'll tell you, one of the problems with South America it, it, that I ran into when I was running this store was the shipping was terrible yeah yeah we're having issues with that and they've of course rate well not that anybody would know that but they're raising shipping costs and more and more drama i'll just call it that um trying to get packages basically what i'm telling you nancy is now there are custom issues and it started i don't know if it's connected but in alignment with um the the corona drama we've been going through we'll call it so for the last couple of years Things are getting just um, held in customs, and I'm talking in and outside of the United States, but other countries, to where they're just sitting there, and they're actually, I don't know, pick your country, but I've got a message from, I don't know how many, well, our customs is now, you know, they're holding on to it for inspection, or they're charging us more money, um, so there is all of that, and then the fees have gone up a couple times in the past year as far as shipping um, for that, but just for now, and while we can, We've kept our shipping down, so it's just a flat rate, ten dollar worldwide shipping, or five dollars in the U.S. because it is a little cheaper. Um, but it, it does cost more than that to ship, as people will see. But we, you know, we want to keep it within reason where we can. So yeah, those, so those. And again, you don't have to have just our shungite. If you already have shungite, that can be added to the grid as well. So if you have some, just share it. Or even if it's in your house, you don't have to gift it to nature because you are anyway by just hanging on to it um, in your own environment. So. I'd encourage you to go ahead and on that Shanghai grid map and add your point or many points if you've done it. You remember when we first started this out, we had a lot of people that participated and they would talk about it on Facebook. You know, if you went back a few years, you'd see all these people talking about their experience of, well, I'd, I'd put it around the government uh, buildings. I I oh. dropped it in this lake. I... Uh, you know, hit it around my kids' school. I mean, all sorts of stories. <laughs> of, I forgot about that. You know, that were, 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 they were fun. You know, very much. Because, again, it goes back to that, you know, there are, let's say, a lot of energies that are trying to pull the world apart to make divisions within humanity. And Shanghai just draws people back together again. It's one world. You know, you know, it goes back every time I th- say that, like one world, biosphere. I think about Buckminster Fuller and his book, Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, okay, think about this. You got uh, uh, Captain Kirk, and Captain Kirk is surrounded by all sorts of technology and metal and everything. You know, they, got, they got force fields in front of them to, so something to hits them, they don't get hurt. I mean, they're going out there. Well, the planet's doing the same thing that Kirk did. But the only protection we have 
is the atmosphere. But we are a spaceship. All of us, we're on a spaceship. But we don't even have all this gizmo and gat that Kirk had. We've got an atmosphere. That's pretty an awesome sight, thought. And how fast are we traveling? We're traveling millions and millions of miles a second <laughs> through the universe. You know? We ought to pay more attention to, to the fact that we need to work together because you know, we ain't in a very solid, protected environment. Except for one thing. And that's that we have what I call creator consciousness, Gaia. You know, somebody created this. Yes, we have the source guide, but, you know, these people that think that the source guide does everything, I kind of feel that the source guide would be talented enough and, you know, creative enough to create other gods, to do other things, you know, and in this case, Gaia. And you have this electromagnetic field, energy, that's protecting us. It is atmosphere, but beyond the atmosphere, you got this electromagnetic field. Where's that coming from? You know, I mean, the moon, the moon. If it, if if the moon was any place else in the in in relationship to Earth, we would have a totally different Earth. It's like positioned in the most perfect place to create the tides that we need, to create the weather that works for, for the planet to grow and to share the weather systems, the water, the sunlight, all that. the moon. I mean, I'm sorry, that's divine. I don't know the cosmos, you know, how it put that particular, whether it is some kind of a spaceship that was moved there in the ancient ancients like David Wilcock talks about, or if it is a very uh, big hunk of earth that got blown off when a bunch of crap hit earth and then there was this piece that flew off and became the moon. I don't know, but somebody had a really good plan because without the moon in that specific space, we wouldn't have the planet we have today. And this planet is awesome. So I'm just rambling here. You guys can jump in and stop me at any point. <laughs> now that's okay because actually I'm trying to share. And do one of you have... And I'm going to try and share it in chat right now on Skype. I'm going to keep talking so we don't disrupt the show. That image of, of myself, and, and I'm going to mess this up because it's a plant that M Mulan. Mulan it, wow, that the, big flower. The one that's in your Facebook page? Correct. That's the one I'm trying to share so I can give an explanation of it as well. Um, of me in front of that M U L L E I N. It's a I keep getting made fun of by my daughter because I say Mulan or something. I think that's a Disney movie or. But <laughs> M-U-I, Mullen, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if one of you can snag that photo. I'm, I'm sitting here doing it in the background while I'm trying to get this. But I wanted to show that it's a flower, M-U-L-L-E-I-N. For those that are listening, I believe I spelled it right. If not, I got close enough where it'll come up. But it's a plant that has all types of medicinal. Um, it's a big, pretty flower in this case. It's about, I don't know, maybe eight foot tall. Um, and I'm only kind of talking about it because it did some crazy stuff this this year just here recently as far as its growth it's one year old and this flower the the i think it's mullen um flower like it's good for all kinds of um in um uh let me think here throat issues just i can go on and on but if, if somebody googles it so it's a medicinal plant and in this case it's a yellow flower about eight feet tall and all we did 
and it was, oh, I don't know, eight or 10 inches tall at best when we planted it exactly one year ago, and it's grown eight feet just this season. And it's up over my head is why I wanted to show the picture. And of course, why it did that was uh, shungite. We put shungite, and I have two of the plants, the same size. They're not both in that photo, though, if we ever get it up on you, and I'm still struggling with it. Um, but it shows where an example of the one where we added shungite nuggets, and that's the only thing I did to this plant was add shungite nuggets right down at the base and then water it with shungite water. That is it. And this plant, and actually a friend of mine who genetically, and not in a negative way, but in a positive way, just for coloration and different um, aspects of these, but does genetically, I don't, I don't want to say the word modify, but enhance the, the flowers in different ways. Um, he's just one of those known people with these type of flowers. So he's very familiar with them. He has, I don't know how many acres of these plants, and he's actually sells them to the different nurseries and things. And long story short, I sent him a photo of ours, and he about lost his mind. And then I saw his photos were like five times the size. And he's just cannot even imagine how and why these plants got so big until I mentioned shungite. Um, and that's right, yeah, something in the uh, respiratory system. That's what I was trying to get out as I was sitting here stumbling. It helps with congestion and different things. Um, different uses for it, but when you, let's say you're of such, you want to Google it right now and look at it, it has like furry leaves. So that's one identifying aspect of it. It looks like just light little, little like the, the fuzz on a peach or something like that. So little furry leaves, but in this case, large leaves. And then again, probably at least seven, eight foot tall flower stalks on it. So it's, uh, so definitely you can have an effect with shungite um, on and any plant, um, and this was just a really drastic example. And I'm still sitting here struggling. I, I got it. I got it. Okay, I'll let you get it in chat. Then I'll. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in chat right now. But I just got it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's my. I, I'm on some MacBook here. And it's just giving me an attitude, but it's all good. You'll get it up there. Um, but yeah, I wanted to point that out. And we've done this on different, um, different types of plants. And this is just a painfully obvious example of what shungite can do and this is just a a big again the mullen i think i'm getting pretty close on the the pronunciation um it's right outside mystical wares store here in mount vernon washington right at the entrance by our, our shungite bird bath and again it started less than a foot i mean it was just a little tiny guy i thought oh, maybe maybe in five years we'll see something and then day by but i'm here literally every day so it's hard for me to perceive such changes but when I, which is very rare, do I actually slow down and actually get a pause because I seem to go 100 miles an hour, as Nancy can attest to, um, and even on the radio shows. But when I did slow down as I'm entering the store and looked at him, like, what the heck? The thing was shooting past me like six inches a day. And again, we don't fertilize. There's no fertilizers. Now, has this gone into flowering before? No, this is the first time. And by the way, these stalks uh, that I'll just say Adam, my friend of mine, because I don't know if he wants his info out there. When he, he sent me pictures of his and these, I get we'll call them flower stalks that have hundreds of little flowers up the, um, the arm have shot additional stalks off of it. So, no, it's the first flowering. And there's I, I'd have to say probably without exaggeration, maybe a thousand plus flowers on there. I mean, just so many. And then the other part, Nancy, uh, I believe it was eight. We counted. We'll call them. It's hard to talk about this because it's not a typical looking flower where, you know, a stalk comes up and a big old um, flower opens. So it's just kind of think like, oh, I don't know, six, seven foot tall um, 
arm, maybe. I don't know how to – a stalk, and with just hundreds of little flowers that come up the whole length of it. So I, I guess you can kind of imagine a, a, a corn cob sort of deal. But on that stalk, additional ones have come out now, and they're all – and each one of – every one of the stalks, Nancy, what I'm getting at here, are larger than his entire collection that he grows um, and sells in the nurseries. And his are the end-all, be-all ones that are known of as far as size and quality. So, well, you can imagine what he's doing now, my friend Adam. He's shungiting the heck out of all of his and using shungai water and different things like that. Um, and he's even got shungai beehives on his property. We talked about them, I don't know, a year or so ago. Uh, so, yeah, just phenomenal results adding shungai to, to plants, um, water, all of it. It is a very odd plant, and not to get off the tra- topic, but now, is this like a cactus thing, or is it like a succulent thing? Because it just doesn't seem to be something I would think in the northwest growing area. It's, I it's, can see this in Florida, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's it's wild, but it's small. They only get a couple feet tall, even in the wild. Actually, somebody showed me a photo they they saw online and it couldn't even come close to our one year old plant and theirs was a decade old and because they, they'd go out and travel they'd harvest the, the leaves get I don't know in our case which is massive maybe close to two feet long a leaf I'm talking so huge and you can take off one of those leaves and process it such in many ways um, but yeah no it's just phenomenal and typically they are much smaller and they don't if you look at that photo, you know, shoot up over your head sort of deal. <clears throat> and the bee's all over, by the way. So you probably can't tell from the photo. Oh, there we go. The photo's in chat now. And kind of hidden behind that plant and the um, uh, uh, handicapped parking sign there is a shungite bird bath where we, you know, keep it for the bees. And that flower's just covered with honeybees the whole day. So that's the entrance. Again, I'm just now talking about the image in the chat room. But this is available on the link online later um, of that plant. So it's, it's and this was just taken, I don't know, two three days ago. So it's it's I'm well okay. I'll admit it, I'm getting a little shorter because I'm getting older, but I'm about five eight. So whatever you can add onto that, so you're looking at you know again. That's crazy. Seven, yeah, it is. And that uh, okay. And if, for the, again, those looking at the image, it was lower when I put it there than my knee. So and it's and you're still not and you only seen one of the plants, but it's it's just phenomenal um, what it did and and how it's still doing it now. So we're still watering it now, of course, and it's just going crazy. Even though yesterday was literally the hottest day in history, the last three days, but yesterday specifically in Washington State, we were hotter than Phoenix, Arizona, and at least for those in the U.S. that that kind of know what I'm getting at here, Washington, wet, rainy, cold. That's typically what you think of. Think Seattle. Um, and then the contrary, Arizona. So up here, it actually beat Arizona heat and temperature-wise um, last few days, which sure helped the plants, that's for sure. Listen, as long as I'm looking at the uh, chat here, um, I just noticed Dolly just said, doggone it, I knocked myself out of here, out of the chat room. And it made me think about the fact that We've been telling people, come to the chat room and chat with people. And can you give me a little bit more of an understanding so I can tell people why they may not have been able to get in the chat room? Yeah, what Nancy's talking about here, and we just found this out in the last week. Um, this brings us back to me beginning of the show here talking about mysticalwares.com.net. 
I won't get into specifics, but let's just say online drama with payment systems. So then we had to expand and um, basically pick up mysticalwares.com when we've been trying to get it anyway. So with that move, I got into poking around and we're talking about our chat room. Here's what I'm getting at. Our chat room, I found, had limitations on what they want to call seats. So a seat. Um, It only gave us so many seats. So if a a person logged in the chat, logged in with a name that then took up one of those seats that were available for our chatters. And we didn't know that we were limited to so many of those. So ultimately people would try and get in the chat and it would say no seats available. So maybe they would be shown as just viewers rather than speakers. And again, these are just titles on the chat program we're talking about on the website. Um, So don't worry about it if you're just listening to this later on YouTube or something. Um, But that's what's going on. So we have doubled and we're going to do more if need be, but we're going to look at different chat programs later. So there are no limitations, but we are um, adding additional seats. So if you've in the past have not been able to log in and actually grab your name, like whatever in Dolly, you know, Dolly's case or Nancy or whatever in there, you should be able to do it now. Um, we've, We've tried to remove those limitations that we were unaware of. But that's what she's basically getting at. So we can get more viewers and or speakers now in chat. And I'm just looking through the settings here to see if we're, yeah, this looks like there's still some available. So we'll just watch that. Um, but basically it was a limitation that we removed and that's what we wanted to point out to you. Yeah, I appreciated that. While you were saying it, I managed to spill my coffee all over the computer site. <laughs> oh, I have been doing radio for uh, over a decade with sometimes four shows a week, and I have never done that before. Wow. Okay. And I think nothing got hurt. (laughs) Well, we hear you, so you didn't short anything out, so we're good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Nope. Got to get that stuff off of that thing. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, hey, live radio is fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I can't, I've never spilled something. I've actually gone as far as buy a waterproof keyboard in the past. Um, yeah, and they, they have, they don't last too long, but I have had those for similar reasons. Yeah, I tried a, a keyboard once a um, long, long time ago with coffee. <laughs> anyway, yes, um, so thank you for that, because I felt bad when we were we were telling everybody, come on in to chat, and then uh, you told me that, and I'm like, oh, darn. <laughs> so, okay, so um, the other thing that we, we talked about that we wanted to mention regarding uh, what you're doing right there is the uh, new sphere. Now, we understand that a lot of you can't be in Washington and talk about the store, but there's an awful lot of people that get their information about what Derek's doing in the store from the radio program because it's not just worldwide, it's local. So do you want to just have me put the picture up about the uh, the uh, spheres? Yeah, if you can. I was just looking for that. I think you're going to be better at that. So yes, if you can, and I'll elaborate on that, um, what we're talking about. But also, no, this is, so to elaborate on that, as far as just locals, we we... You're always welcome, anyone listening, to email us. And, that, and there's an email form or contact form on mysticalwares.com or .net, same thing, um, to where you can contact us and add, do special requests. So what I'm getting at here is it's an online store as well we have. 
but it is limited on the amount of products and time. It's just, it's huge to do it. So we don't have everything available online, but let's say you see an image like Nancy just shared in chat, um, and we'll get it on uh, um, uploaded later as well, where we have hundreds of spheres available, rock spheres, be it um, Kambaba jaspers that you'll see in this rose quartz, um, fluorites, I mean, I can go on and on, probably a hundred different types available and in tower form, but here in the store of Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon again, We've just doubled down on that and expanded. And if you look closely for those watching, look way in the back of your photo. You're going to see an eight-foot-tall Sasquatch standing back there. Um, he's actually got a uh, – oh, now I'm going to blank out of the name. Um, and it was, it was gifted me by a, a mutual friend of Mark and mine. I mean, I'm, uh, a scarf. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. He's actually wearing a, a Sasquatch scarf. So, yes, the Bigfoot's wearing his own scarf um, back by the, the waterfall in the background. As you kind of glance around Miscores, that image there, you'll see those spheres and, and towers. And back where our buddy the Sasquatch is standing is our expanded Shungite area, too. So we literally, I, I hesitate to say it, but I can't really imagine. I haven't seen anybody with a larger supply or type of Shungite, more shapes, sizes, options, be it soap, shampoos, to jewelry, to um, energy devices, all Shungite available back in there um, and or online. So basically I was just showing that image so you can get an idea of uh, the retail portion of, of cosmic reality and slash mystical wares. And that's what that is. And we're gonna add more to, um, for the, uh, just a little note, for those that are looking at the image, the only artificial ones that are there, they're gonna see some yellow ones right behind a big rose quartz sphere. Those are um, black light luminescent. So they are, those are brought in because some people like the the what's called a black light responsive, though glow in the dark, basically. Okay, um, let, is, let me just uh, tell people in chat, if you click on the picture, it's going to open up in a new window, and then you can actually, um, I mean, how do they do that? I know they do it. You can get, oh yeah, you get a magnifying glass, the, little, the, the cursor turns into a little plus sign, and you can <clears throat> just click on the picture and get it bigger. And this is high definition. You can see that the just click on it. I mean, w click on the on the picture in the in the chat. Then click on the picture in the new window, and it blows it way up. You can see way back into the store, and you can see the uh, Sasquatch that's wearing a pendant with a Sasquatch on it. <laughs> that's funny. You can zoom in really well. I didn't do that myself. Even I was I'm sitting here squinting, going. Ah. I can barely see it. No, and, and if you if you click on it again, it even oh it goes back. Okay, all right. So you can make it bigger, and then you can go back. But um, and then different area. So when you go back, Nancy, I, I just cut you off for a reason, so we can elaborate. Move your mouse to the spot you want zoomed in, and it'll zoom into that spot. You see what I'm saying? So it won't just maximize the picture. It'll zoom in. So click on Sasquatch's head. All of a sudden, you'll be over there. Or if you see a sphere you want to look at closer. It'll oh zoom in God. down that region, I guess, is a way of putting it. Okay, let so. me just get a size thing here because I'm, I'm like, getting my mind blown now that I've blown it up. You, I know. Is that, is that a tiger eye in the front? It is. A tiger's oh. iron and tiger's eye. And then, actually, I'll, I'll elaborate again. All right, how, how, big is the, how big is the big one? I see there's a small, two small ones behind it. Uh, which one? The tiger. Tigers? The tiger. Oh, in the left-hand corner on the first Oh, stick. nope, nope. Uh, that looks like tiger's eye. What she's talking about is argonite. It looks like it has striations. Oh, or, 
Oh, oh, Greens. oh. Uh-huh. It's Argonite, and I, I'm not going to try and spell it, um, but I mean, and then the front right, the ones closer to where I would be standing, if you look at it from the photographer's perspective, that's petrified wood. Those little red and yellow, and those are so beautiful, as you can tell, some of my favorites. Um, but they're petrified wood spears, and then you see maybe a, I don't know, a foot and a half diameter rose quartz sphere in the middle of the table, a big old, uh, I think 240 pounds that Kambaba Jasper was, the big green guy. Oh, I know, back. that's an unbelievable. <laughs> uh, you're telling me I had to lift that guy twice yesterday. Um, yeah, and it was, it took some effort, we'll just say. <laughs> it's not like I just palmed that like a basketball. So it was it was some weight behind those guys. And that Kambaba Jasper, by the way, the green one, for those that see the image, is a the earliest life form on the planet. It's three billion years old. Think like an algae, kind of petrified. And, and that's they pull it up from the ocean floor. And it's, it's hard to tell, but it's a deep green in blacks. Um, okay, so Derek, now you start. You were telling people they could order if they see something, they can order it. How would they go about identifying what they want to order? Yeah, and that's a great point. So, really, because we're not walking around doing video sales just yet, that is something for the future. Um, we'll have numbers and things, but in this case, if somebody, well, I gotta have that one that's an amethyst sphere, blah blah blah. Well, then, really, it's just a matter of trying, to, unfortunately, explaining it to us, or we'll, we'll get on the phone with you and and try and talk each other through it. But really, it, well, you've got the picture now. I mean, if somebody's yeah seeing the a picture, you know, share the picture and say, yeah, the one. Or over. <laughs> or I'll say they can email and say, hey, I need a fluoride sphere and I want to see. Well, I'll walk the heck out there, zoom in on all the fluoride spheres and send you that photo. And then you can go third from the left or oh, whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More than happy to do that because we have some unique photo. And I, I don't want to get off this just yet because if you look at that same photo, um, how do I tell you this? Behind the Argonite one and that the larger pink quartz, there are two amethyst ones that how do i tell you this it's hard to see so i'd suggest zooming in if you can i know it's difficult for the listeners um but they're they're quartz cluster spheres so you can literally put your hand in that pink one that's up on a metal stand there and it's a um amethyst sphere it, it kind of looks like a pac-man i don't know how else to say it so but a pac-man an old i know i'm dating myself but, but it's a game from atari way back when but a little round guy with that mouth um, I think probably everybody knows what I'm talking about. But you can actually, it looks like that, but made out of, um, again, amethyst quartz. So not what I'm pointing out here is spheres don't necessarily have to be like a bowling ball, a solid one. They're actually making them in clusters now. So you'll have a sphere like those, the two amethyst ones, or like we've talked about before, and Nancy has one, um, is one of the crystal skulls. So they're taking crystal clusters and carving them into spheres and skulls and dragon heads and things like that. So a lot more interesting. So I just want to point that out, that the spheres are not necessarily 100% round like a ball. Sometimes there's a whole lot of inclusions or druzy quartz, meaning little tiny crystal clusters on the surface of a stone. Um, and they're they're in these different uh, – often it's Argentina, by the way, Nancy, or, or – uh, other nearby areas down Brazil. south America, where Brazil Brazil yeah, yeah yeah you're right where they're getting really creative and you know carving shapes and sizes so I'm getting turtles in with crystal clusters in their back or their shell I know it's difficult to talk about without photos but um, yeah so unique things is my bigger point here so it's a lot of fun okay so oh. just a minute how many rooms do you have full full of this sort of 
amazing energy? Um, well, 8,000 square feet. This is just the back. And you're only seeing a section of the back room where this is to the left that you can't see. So behind Sasquatch, there's a whole couch seating area where you can chill out. Copper pyramids are classroom that got expanded yesterday. Um, you're, you're seeing a small fraction of mystical or store really for anybody listening or those again in chat, I did do here in, <laughs> I need to do it yet again because of yesterday, but I have done an updated store video tour that is right on the main page, mysticalwares.com or our Metaphysical Perspectives YouTube channel if you don't want to go to the website. I have done a store video and I walk you around showing you the different areas because actually, Nancy, I didn't tell you yet, I don't think, but out of sight in the shot as well, we have a new room where it's a build your own, I think they call it make and take bracelet station all natural stones polished rocks um crystals shungite beads but you can sit down we cut you your your double strength durable stretchy cord and you put your own bracelet together and we tie it all up and it's all customized and in that same room is a, a live video aura machine with biofeedback so lots to do is what i'm getting at in here um lots of lots of things and it's all spelled out on the website so we have, we have people, literally, Nancy, that make an entire day of it. They'll gather in here and say, I'm meeting friends. Because as you just heard me mention, of course, we have a couches, seating area, places to relax, shungite water available for everybody all the time. Of course, restrooms. And um, brings us back to the beginning of the show, available air conditioning because it's been over 100 degrees up here, which is crazy. So come hang out. And by the way, I posted on Facebook, no purchase necessary. Just come enjoy the energies. That's what it's all about. So it is lots to uh, experience there. Now I ho hope you've got magnets on your air your air handlers. We do, and actually, uh, this ties into something else. But we we are, and we also have Shungai on, and we need to expand it on the new ones. But I'm talking about the lights because our local, they call it Puget Sound Energy, but our power company forced, and this is the first time I'm putting it out. Every single business in this county, they came out and did it. They tore out everybody's lights and put in LED um, ballasts, they're called, and fixtures and bulbs, be it in a parking lot or in a room or something like that. So, yes, we go back through and, and shungite everything where we can. Um, but that's not just happening in this area. So, um, But just something to think about. And we are. Everything's shungited. Well, I mean, the fact that I, I can't imagine anybody in the U.S. has a larger supply, um, but we have eight tons uh, I'd say, I don't know, 30 feet from that photo. So just behind the wall behind me in the, we'll call it a garage, I have pallets and pallets of Shungite. So we're pretty well taken care of in this spot. And you can, everybody feels, you don't need to be a, quote, energy sensitive. You you approach Mystical Wear's doors, and I'm talking about just anyone, and it's every day, you'll feel the energies. And they're, almost 100% of people will pause as they enter the front door and just taking and the comments go oh, the energy is amazing oh my gosh wow i mean these are daily comments and we just kind of sit there whoever is up front at the entrance we'll call it smile because you know we know and we see them feeling in the pauses and and then as they expand into each room and this isn't some sales pitch this is just an energy conversation about mystical wares as you enter the we'll call it the front retail area that you don't see in this photo the same thing another wow and oh my gosh because we do Take the time to smudge and clear, often with white sage or palo santo wood um, and a mixture of shungai powder, depending on the, the incense I'm using, um, the, the entire area for, again, keeping that living energy. 
Um, and then you you definitely feel it. And then jumping again, not not showing in the photo, but the the two six to seven foot copper pyramids that you can sit in and just feel the and, and free. By the way, it's all free to try. Because um, again, I want people to try these energies and feel that they they do make a difference and they're they're real. They're not just some as we jokingly call it sometimes woohoo energies or things. No, it's Science is called Oregon, but it's all real and we all feel it. So getting yourself in these environments, um, these loving energies, and that's exactly what you feel in here, um, it, it'll help boost you. Now, you still got the computers set up throughout the place too, right? Where you can sit down and it's like you can learn about the different minerals. You can... I, I need to... We've, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So yes, um, again, not photoed here, but when you walk in the main retail section, I've had to buy a fifth dining room table so i'm just giving you a, a visualization of the the volume i'm talking about so five full dining room tables covered with over 200 types of polished rocks and gems many many to choose from and on that table is a many peppered through the store but a computer system that olivia my daughter and i have built where you can it's just a long story short um a PowerPoint presentation, you know, that is where you can click on the name, Amethyst Quartz, Citrine, Tiger's Eye, whatever, and it brings you into a whole other page that we developed telling you the energetic aspects or properties and other images of the stone, maybe in its raw form. But again, an education platform so you can learn more about your ingredients, and in this case, energy devices, rocks and gems and crystals. So we do have that available so you can expand your understanding. Fascinating, and, that, and you and you you still have the aura reader. Uh, that's in here as well. I did a actually I did a little tour yesterday for several people that came in, a couple of chiropractors wanting to ask about it because they had heard about. Well, wait, we hear there's biofeedback in some of these. I'm like, well, this is one of those, and so I went into the whole deal. And yes, the and that info again, if somebody wants um, more information, it's available on the website. There's a page for the aura, but it's a high def video of yourself. So you're sitting there in high-def video on the computer screen with your aura actively moving around you. So what it's doing is using biofeedback readings. So you put your palm on a device, basically. It's taking all kinds of, and this was developed by scientists and doctors, the actual device and software, reading sensations, and then giving you a projection of it, again, in high-def video on the computer. And you can play with it, meaning if you sit there and put your hand on this biofeedback device and feel whatever that is or imagine those are energy centers you're going to see your chakras because there's also an image of your whole body with the chakras active energy so if you sit there and think a thought you're going to see in real time your actual energy centers adjusting and yes the color changing around you so there's lots of uses for that so if you're a person that wants to work on what, what we sometimes call chakras or energy centers well you can come in here, get a, a biofeedback reading, see that that, whatever particular chakra, let's say your heart chakra you're working on, well, it's reaching this level in energy when I think this thought. So it's a good tool to, if you go home and do your meditations or whatever that is for you to advance that energy center, come back and check it and see that it had an effect. Or, and I'm going to elaborate here for a minute for a reason, if you're in front of the machine with your hand on it looking, and that's why I like to leave the room and shut the door. I'm like, now nah, here, sit here and have fun. Imagine things. Use your feelings. Do what you maybe call meditation. Again, whatever their, their their understanding is of that. And you'll see in real time, oh, this is the feeling I need to generate for that chakra to expand. And now you actually have something to tie it back to. So now when you leave Mystical Wares, you can go home. Okay, well, there's that feeling. 
So it's, it's again, it just lets you hone your energetic processes or workout, if you want to put it that way, expansion, um, and actually get some feedback. So then you know, well, okay, there's that welling up sensation around my chest, that empathic loving feeling. And if it gets too far, the tears kind of start. Well, it'll help you find that subtle spot to keep that energy. And then you can do things like heart brain coherence. And that can be, you know, looked at later, but long story short, moving energies between your chakras. So it's in, it's it teaching you how to actually think, stretch your legs um, and giving you a visualization. So that's that whole aura biofeedback system Nancy had just asked about and I kind of ran on about, um, but it is a useful tool. So that is there as well. It can be reserved online if somebody's interested. Um, and yeah, it, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say in that photo, um, so kind of near the aura station, we still have the make and take or build your own orgone device and custom candles and that's just kind of to the far right of that image we shared earlier the spheres glance in there where we just melt the organic beeswax and you have all your ingredients and you make your own energy device so that's that's available as well as you're as you're as you're going through this i'm thinking of this guy that um on radio 5g yeah i think it was last week he was he's he's a um we played a tape of him and He's a whistleblower, somebody that was with the pharmaceutical companies for all his life. <clears throat> and then the COVID hit, and they, he, he and others said, wait a minute, wait a minute, something's wrong with these vaccinations. What are you doing? You know, did it. And he starts going down the rabbit hole. And he was like, you know, he's talking about different real kind of science stuff, you know, about the COVID and the vaccinations and everything. But then he started getting really excited because he says, and I'm really paraphrasing him, but he's like, you know, all this chemicals and stuff that we use in the pharmaceutical company, you don't have to use them. Do you know you can heal with energy? <laughs> and people have been doing it for a long time, and they actually know what they're doing. And, and, and he was so excited about it, <laughs> you know, and it just, I, I, this guy ought to come to your place. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have we have different different types of energy workers here, and technically we're all energy workers, um, but different modalities, different understandings. So different chefs coming in here all the time for the tools, the the again the ingredients for their energy recipe if they're if they're working within energies. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot available. And actually, I'm going to make a comment real quick. Is I just was able to open a chat again, and hopefully it stays. Um, but I saw a message from Dolly something about you know who who dusts all of these things. Well. Everybody, everybody, because can you imagine, I mean, just from that photo alone, the probably thousands of little products that are just in that photo. And then again, this whole store is over 8,000 square feet. So a lot not being shown. And of course, I'm going to cram something into every nook and cranny and then decor around it. Um, so <laughs> it's all hands on deck um, on that, the dusting and cleaning and straightening. But it's also so much fun. Just being in this environment and and seeing people, I walk in the back. We'll just call it the back room area where those couches are, and I see people every day, every day, literally, in those copper pyramids, sitting there meditating. Sometimes hand crossed. Sometimes just sitting there with their kids, just relaxing with their. And we have toy boxes in here. I went out and bought a bunch of safe toys and different things for because you know parents come here with their kids, and sometimes the kids don't want to play with the rocks and jams. So we hooked them up. And they'll get those toys out, little cars and carpets with racetracks on them and things, and put them in the pyramids. Um, or people going to, in Seattle area, coffee everywhere, getting their coffees, coming in here and sitting in the um, couches, relaxing. So it's just 
so awesome to see it being used, this environment, as it was intended. Uh, and then people coming in here all the time, I had such and such um, surgery or I was this or that happened. I need to come here for healing. Well, that is exactly why those two large copper pyramids are free forever for anybody to come in and use. Um, and I know, unfortunately, it's difficult if you're not here locally, but we do what we can. Um, but there are things like that here to enjoy. So it's, it's just a lot of fun to see everybody, the community, because it's a community place. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Well, I've been around this stuff. I, ha I, I dealt with minerals. I had a kiosk, not a store. And um, I've been in places where the minerals, like from Brazil, were coming in in, in uh, those 50-gallon, yeah, 50-gallon drums, you know, the metal drums. And the mm -hmm. energy, the energy when you when you when you're inside this energy, first off, time warps. And I told one of my partners, I said I, I brought him down to go to this place. It was a warehouse, and what would happen is that uh, they were shippers from Brazil up to America. So if they didn't have a full container, they would get the the rocks, and the rocks were all being held in this, you know, fairly medium-sized area you know and it was like mostly the quartz and uh that sort of type of thing um but i told i, I tell i told my partner i said look at you're gonna lose at least two hours of time be prepared for this and uh you know just let the just let the energy flow through you you know don't get and this poor guy oh my god yes he lost the two we were there for like four hours or something but he had to keep going outside to ground out. He couldn't. He couldn't stay inside. So I can only imagine the kind of energies that is is just a collection that I have never seen in any of my experience. I, I tell people I say he's got the biggest shungite collection without a doubt in the world for energy tools. But I would also say I've never ever seen anything like this anywhere. Nor can I just share it. Yeah, it's it's been fun building. We expand as even the local furniture store. Um, yeah, apparently we do quite a bit around here, so we keep expanding, changing things up. And what I was saying is, we because we're always expanding, I'm having to bring in new furniture. And I just shared this store video tour on the chat room as well. And you don't have to hit the tour anybody, but if they don't want to, but you can see if you look at the entrance, and that's our our cash register area, by the way. So if you're looking at that, you'll see a little tiny Sasquatch cut out of wood on either side. Those are little big foots and then a metal owl. And that's actually a, uh, a, what a single quartz crystal point lit up on the counter there next to another sphere. But um, so those are big objects and that's the entrance way that you actually see when you open the front door and then it kind of expands off into the left of there and behind, but you'll see for those looking at the image, the cedar ceilings that are over 20 foot tall high. So we're not talking about a, a cramped little space. It, and it all opens up in the back room. Again, if you're looking at the image, you'll see like a tree of life sphere, or I don't know, decor on the back yard. But behind that wall um, is where the whole sphere area is I was talking about. And there's actually a, a nine waterfall Shungite fountain next to that Sasquatch in the back room that you couldn't quite see, but moving living water, um, active orgone energy, and just, I don't know, at least 100 pounds of massive chunks of Shungite in that um, 
water feature, we'll call it, because it's actually, again, nine, nine waterfalls and this fountain sort of deal. Because um, you want the, you know, energy moving in there, and that makes a difference too. Just hearing the water, by the way. So seeing all of this, but then walking into the back room, and all of a sudden you're just hearing those many, many waterfalls off that big feature. And then the energies adds to it as well. Um, and then the active, for those that are aware, the water molecules, which is why we did the water feature, getting put into the environment, electrically, you know, energetically charged in that loving energy. So that's why you can't help but feel it. And then it's uh, basically a Faraday cage, the whole building with those cedar ceilings and cinder block walls. You have almost no cell service in the building. You definitely don't have data. So then you're in a, um, again, a, a much better energetic environment. Um, while you're there, and that's not lost to me either. So yeah, well, yeah you're, you're you're hardwired. You don't have any Wi-Fi in there, right? We don't have Wi-Fi. No, no. We run if it's internet, we run it through the power lines. There's little. I won't bore you too much of that. There's little boxes you can buy because I don't want it blasting through there. So we run it through the actual power lines in the wall, the the internet, and you can do that. So you don't have to have Wi-Fi at home for those that are just internet. You know, um, power boxes or something. If you want to Google that later and look at them. So you don't need to be sitting around with Wi-Fi routers in your house or, or your office place um, blasting all day long. We're running a huge business with none of that going on, so it can definitely be done. Very awesome. Very awesome. So is there anything else you want to uh, point out? or Let's see. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, not. We're gonna get a whole lot more. It's it's difficult to talk about because it's not there yet, and I hate to do that. Say, hey, well, guess what's coming? Well, uh, we've expanded, and even in this video, like I said earlier, needs to be updated because the whole entrance has now been actually enhanced with four more pieces of furniture, all with silver and natural gemstones or shungite jewelry. So not artificial, but again, energy devices, especially clearly the the. The metal silver is not lost on me um, on the benefits of that. So we have brought in lots more of of jewelry, um, silver with shungite, and, and again, different ones for for personal use. So that's we're expanding into um, just just lots more coming because now I'm doing a lot of purchasing online just due to limited shows, say, in Tucson, Arizona, or wherever. So we purchase online and bring other things in. Um, so just always lots to see. You know, I want to go. I want to go back to the LED lights for a minute. Sure. Um, when the LED light, well, first off, I I got real suspicious when they all of a sudden took out the old uh, type of lights that we used to use, light bulbs, and they got these LEDs. I'm going like, okay, so what's wrong with the LEDs? Well, how are they going to hurt us? <laughs> I'm a little paranoid, and. Um, so I got my trimeter out and I took a reading and yeah, there's a there there was a field but an inch an inch and a half out it dropped, so I wasn't concerned about it. But one day I'm sitting here and I've got a a, a desk lamp it's metal, and it has the LED in it, and for some reason I had a shungite ma magnet in my hand, and I just put it on that hood and oh my God what a difference in the energy coming off of that light. So um, I mentioned it to you, and you did it to all your fluorescent lights. Uh, what do you think's happening when when that's there? Is there is there an, uh, something with the field of the LED that we don't see, or is the LED slash electric mechanism of the metal and everything creating an energy field of shungite that's being propelled out because of the uh, the other energies? 
Did I make sense? Uh, yeah, it does. And uh, watch the time for me as well, because I know we're getting close to the break. Um, and my clock's not accurate is why I'm asking you to do it. Um, so sure. cut me off. Um, but yes, it has had an effect on the LED lights. It's beneficial. It's a, I'd say a different energy. So I wouldn't say more harmful, um, but it's definitely emitting. Well, how do I tell you this one? The LED frequency version of it goes further than the incandescent lights. I can feel them from further away, even physically um, and energetically as well. So when we, but on the contrary, when we added the Shungai to them, it, yes, that field was still it, um, pushing further out, but it was, as we like to call it, attenuated. It was not as harmful as it would be without. So long story short, you, you'll have an effect on any lights, any energy with Shungai. It took the edge off of it. I'll, I'll put it like that. So there's not a, a shocker and edge to the uh, LEDs or being blasted with too much when you add the shunga. I actually go into the uh, cat room. You know, I got the back of the house of the cat room, and they got their they got their outside pen. They're not captured in a small area. They have a very good environment, but um, there's a lamp just like the one I just described in there, and I go in every morning and turn it on because I want that energy in that room. You know, I turn it on and you, I go like, yeah, this is what they need. Anyway, so LED lights. And I, I, I always recommend the magnet because it's just that much more of a cohesive field, so to speak. Um, but you can do it with the stickers too, don't you think? Yeah, both of them. Either way, and I've done both, it'll have an effect. So either way, whatever you have, it'll definitely have an effect. So it's not like, oh, man, I have LED, I'm screwed. No, you can have an effect. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to go take this break. It's three minutes and 20 seconds. Shungai, we the people, Craig Stewart. Yo, 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 yo. 
And welcome back to the Shungite Show. It's June 29, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph, although we haven't even asked Mark anything during the last hour. Hey, Mark, you still with us? Oh, yeah, just taking notes. Oh, yes, he does. All good. All good. Okay, um... For some reason, Dolly wants to know, well, she says, with all the items in your store, why would you need to put Shungite on the lights? Yep, and actually, and then I saw her next statement, too. And funny about the atomic clock question, um, and I'm actually going to add another photo right now, if I can. Uh, I'll actually go in reverse. Um, the atomic clock, clock question, no, they don't work. They keep resetting to the East Coast. I haven't been set. We bought some a week ago, put new analog clocks everywhere. Um, and yes, they all happen to be atomic clocks, which for those that don't know, they'll basically sync to a frequency and keep themselves set in time. Um, these won't because they'll keep trying. And I don't know why they default to three hours difference because I'm on the West Coast, but they'll you, the alarm will just spin around when it tries to connect, and if it doesn't, it'll um, just default three hours different, so I have to disable that portion. So no atomic clocks don't work in here. Um, and then I'm actually trying to add another image up here, and I'll do that in a moment. Um, on uh, on why, oh, let me, the, as I'm going to distract you, the lights. Um, it, it's it's kind of like, how do I put this? Um, if you have an environment, like let's say a swimming pool, and it's warm, it's comfortable, it's just at your energy or frequency. Well, when you introduce something else within in that, so a cold spot, they would call it a thermocline. This is a tough analogy I'm working with here. A thermocline, they would call it, underwater, different temperature. Well, then uh, just from my perspective, um, because it is now another, in lights we're talking here, another frequency or energy being introduced already into a good environment, I just assume have another effect or attenuation level on that one as well so um if there's going to be a, a a calm space and somebody enters that and starts screaming really loud well then you know in odd analogy or light turned on i'm going to shungite or energetically affect that as well if we can so um but no it does it regardless so even before actually probably a month it took me to even get the various forms of shungite on some of the lights um, it still was having an effect just with the Shungite in the environment we had. So it's not like I had to have it directly on there, but I do like doing that myself, adding it on um, to that. And again, I'm sitting here trying to get another image, and here we go. It's going to be in chat. And what I'm showing Nancy is because um, – so it just popped up in in chat. What people are going to see, and that's right out – I'm literally, if you're looking at the image, you're going to see a 
it's one quartz point. So that's a one quartz piece, 300 pounds in size. And by the way, I'm about, I don't know, three foot behind that gray right now window curtain you're seeing in the photo. That's my office there um, where I'm behind it at the desk. And on either side, which is why I'm showing this crystal point, that's the largest Shungite sphere and largest Shungite pyramid made, both from Karelia, Russia. The sphere was gifted. Um, and it's not lost on me that that 300-pound quartz point energy device is between those two largest shapes of Shungite that can even be gotten. Um, so it's a whole energy spot there, and you wouldn't believe the number of people that walk in see. And that's it's lit up for those that have seen the image. Um, because, of course, I have a, a light behind it showing into there. And if you look at that quartz point, you'll see on the left, it looks like a uh, a flaw. And it's, there's no such thing as a flaw in a crystal, of course. Um, but it's a fluorite. So actually, it got so big that fluorite started kind of growing into it. So when you get up close, you you literally look into this quartz crystal point. Again, 300 pounds. I barely get that guy up there to lift it. You see rainbows inside of it. Just it generates its own rainbows. And every it's not a, just a me seeing you know, metaphysical rainbows in there. They're straight up just bedazzling everybody. Um, so people walk up with their, and usually it's funny, their arms are outstretched. Like, I can't wait to get my hands on this thing. And then when they do it, if I'm watching and I'm not always there, you'll see the Shungite again on either side pulling excess energy. So it wasn't a mistake shoving a 300 pound quartz point in right outside our office and then Shungite massive pieces on either side. Um, so it's a whole little, um, a phenomenal, just crazy energy clearing space right there. And then if you were to imagine and you turn to the right while you're standing there is where you would then see all those spheres that I was showing earlier and the copper pyramids. So pretty much if you walk into Mystical Wares, stand still and just turn around, you're going to have a whole new experience wherever you look and or feel because there's a lot happening. Um, so I like to you know, point things out like that to, it's not just a pretty crystal. It's, it was set such outside the office for a reason. I'm not going to get into all the details here, but with the massive Shungite as well. So, and I don't know if Mark and Andrew Nancy had any questions on any of that or anything else we were well, chatting about. I, I want to put out, put, point out that just by looking at the picture and it's in chat right now, we will have it up on the promo sh uh, photos. Just looking at these pictures, you're getting energy. You know, if you just want to sit and meditate in front of this picture, put it on your desktop, for heaven's sakes. You know, and just let that energy beam out into your environment. Simple. Everybody uh, can yeah. everybody can enjoy this. Yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll get the frequency, of course, and then, you know, slash energy from it, from just perceiving it. It's, it's uh, very unique. I have never seen fluorite embedded in a shunk, in, a, in a, a quartz crystal before. Yeah, and if you zoom and do the whole clicking thing you were talking about, Nancy, earlier, and I'll get a zoomed-in photo. I kind of wanted the whole the whole feel and get all of the stuff in this photo, but I'll get a zoomed-in one later where you can actually zoom in a little bit more, and you'll see the oranges, the greens, the purples. Well, see, that's and what's very odd is that you've got all the different fluorites in that little play place. Mm-hmm. You know, normally you'll see the, the purple fluorite or the pink fluorite. You know, I mean, it's it's chemistry, so it's all coming out of the same chemistry. But I've never seen something that, that did that. I mean, I'm sure there are other places, but that's just amazing. 
I guess it's an intrusion in the quartz. <laughs> it was actually another crystal point that was growing into that one is what yeah. ended up happening to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Dolly actually asked a great question about basically, you know, do people ever get overwhelmed or too much? Well, yep, they do. And what it is when I see them, it's just an energy detox. So it's not that they're in this environment. They're absorbing all the energies from the tiger's eye, the rose quartz, blah, 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 blah. No, the what I just generalize and call excess or heavy energies. And by the way, that varies per person. Everybody's different, of course. Um, get taken off of them and they even out so again it's kind of like going on a detox yeah you're going to feel a little maybe you can call it off it's not a bad feeling but you're feeling things depending on the person or if they come in in high anxiety well good luck on maintaining that feeling in this environment it's not going to happen so you may have those um energy symptoms but it's a detox it's not a negative thing so no people don't come in and get so overwhelmed they get you know like physically sick, nauseous, but energy-wise. So some do, especially if they're, I'll call them crystal or rock and gem newbies, and usually they come with, a fr almost always, by the way, they come in with a friend with a big smile on their face saying, I had to bring so-and-so here. And then that so-and-so person is like, oh my gosh, I've never been here. And it's usually them that kind of needs to get outside for a little bit, even out and come back. And they know it because they can feel it. They'll say, Oh my gosh, it is just so much. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. And um, so that can happen on occasion. And each person's different. It's, it's like anything else in a new environment. Um, I don't care if it's outside in the hot weather or cold weather or whatever. It's an energy environment. You're going to have changes. So yeah, there's a, a equally, uh, what would you call it? Equaling out or um, uh, kind of blanking on that word, but just sinking with the energies. Um, yeah, so that can happen in the answer to that question. I'm trying to see if there's any, um, are there any other questions you guys wanted to ask or Mark was there? Cause I know I've been running for the last hour or so. Um, anything you want to want to interject or ask or. And or you as well, Nancy. I don't really have anything, but I don't know where Mark went to. <laughs> he oh, might have had to step out. Um, I was just gonna he just said computer froze. I figured it was techie issues. Oh, computer. Yeah. Yeah. So he could have jumped on his phone and chimed in now. That's what I do when I have the, the computer issues here. I'll jump to my cell phone, turn to Skype really quick, and hopefully nobody notices. Um, but no, I get it. So no, if there's anything else you thought of while, while we let Mark work out his uh, techie troubles, um, we can go wherever you like. I'm trying to think of what might be new here at Mystical Wares with the Shungite, what we're doing on that. Um, I've given, I just gave another Shungite B class here locally for those that are local. Um, it's, it's just difficult to do remotely for lots of reasons, not just the techie part. Um, so unfortunately that is kind of an issue, but I will try and record, um, in this case, the Shungite Beehives talk, we'll call it and upload it when we can. <clears throat> so do you have any, any more information on how extensive the, uh, Shungite Beehives have hit? are in the world i know i know that people contact you and you don't have the wherewithal to be able to keep up with everybody but it's still growing you're still finding more people that are, are doing it and finding the same results I, especially now in the spring and summer months of course but all year long yes and it, it and i have to say it surprises me because i haven't been out talking about them as much so it's not like we're you know in essence chumming the waters putting the word Shungai beehives out there and getting the energy, it's doing its own. 
So yes, all the time, every week, literally, somebody comes in, I have a friend, so-and-so, I'm buying these, because if I see somebody and I actually, they get in front of me, which is not always the case, and I actually see, oh, yeah, some Shanghai Nuggets, if, you know, if I had the time and, and wherewithal about me at the moment, I'll say, oh, you know, what are you getting a Shanghai for? And I'll chit-chat with them for a while, and very often, like a, a third of the time, probably, this is a gift. It's going to so-and-so who has bees. I've heard this radio show or blah, blah, blah. Lots of it. So all the time, um, believe it or not, a lot of it is going to South America. I know it doesn't look that way from the grid map because um, we haven't been promoing that either. But just for whatever it's worth, I don't know, I'd say half dozen times in the last month, somebody has said, well, I'm either going to send it down to South America or I'm visiting there or, or something like that. So, no, yeah, we still get lots of feedback on that. Um, and it's varying results depending on what they're doing. Either Are they going full bore on Shungite beehive mode, meaning organic, chemical-free, and adding Shungite and, and giving them Shungite water available nearby? So there's lots of levels or aspects you can take. And depending on how much effort they're putting into that, the results are paying off. Always a good effect, no matter what, but always better if you stop the harmful stuff as well. So it's not... So, for example, and I have had this, a, a beekeeper come in, well, I, and we just call it treatment-free, meaning I believe, and I've never had been shown differently in my bees, the bees don't require chemicals. They don't require toxins. They don't require certain acid strips that vaporize to kill their pests, like mites and things like that that harm bees. Keep the bees healthy just like us. You'll heal yourself and or take care of the pests. But I have had the beekeepers come in. I've changed nothing but added shungite. Um, so on every level. And yes, they've had effects, but they're still are adding the toxins. So yes, percentages, less losses, bees coming back, good. But I would hope that they realize, well, then maybe kind of slow roll the chemicals and give the bees a chance to, now that they are healthy and able to ground themselves, they can take care of these, what are called mites, um, just pests for bees and, and different critters that kind of try and steal honey. If, if you... If you um communicated with or found out anything about the uh, Washington University study that was being conducted? Um, no, I haven't. And they're technically, the last I heard, and it was probably a year ago, um, one of the people said, we're not supposed to be contacting you. And kind of thing. I'm like, well, that makes sense sort of thing. Enough to understand what I'm doing. And then they just ran with it from there. But no, I don't, I don't really have any idea. Um, and so, but I've also changed location, changed emails, phone numbers. Um, but again, they weren't working with me. It was more of a, and I, I'm glad they did it that way, uh, a study on their own where they just. Yeah, I wondered you know, if you'd seen anything come out about it. No, but I'm not looking either. And I don't watch the, you know, I'm sitting around reading the newspaper news, the studies. and But so many studies that get done all the time at, at different universities or, or just institutes and things that we never hear about. Because, again, there's not a. This page you go to and every new study's there, that's not exactly how – yeah, yeah, you get it. And I've had people come and ask me that and go, well, wait a minute. If this has been proven to be harmful, why is everybody doing – I'm like, well, what do you – there's not a – if this – let's just work this analogy. This study's done and certified by whomever or institute. Well, that's – they did their work. It's up to each of us to expand into that larger understanding and either choose to believe it, integrate it, or work with it. Or not. And in Stubbins' case, they have to get in front of you. But if we're watching, and I'm just going to make fun of it, if we're all on Netflix all day, or unfortunately, we have to keep it real, have nine to five jobs, and sometimes, often, more than that, 
just to pay the bills. So who the heck has time in their day to realistically just go reading random studies? So often that's why a lot of these things are lost on the average person. It's just not realistic to get in, it in front of us all. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really know. Um, but I do get randomly contacted by people, and it's, it's uh, and I'll be completely just full disclosure. There have been times where they say, well, I've seen no effect. Well, sure, Shanghai is having an effect, but they're not noticing because there's so, again, so many aspects or levels to what they're doing, especially beekeeping. So if they're not thinking about, well, wait, I'm also under high tension power lines. So while tossing one little Shungite nugget's not going to have the same effect as if you're not near those power lines. So it's all relative. I'll just put it that way. But nev never do I get negative feed. Oh, unless you call nuggets showing up, that sounds odd, showing up missing, being negative. And, of course, it's critter stealing them in birds. Um, but that's a positive result because they're stealing something for a reason and they're taking it. And I've seen it myself, too. Um, whatever. I mean, just animals, dogs, cats, it doesn't matter. Taking the nuggets. So that can happen. Um, but yeah, I get feedback all the time. You know, I'm wondering uh -huh. if, if it, it's part of the, because um, people have said, you know, no, it didn't work. If part of it isn't the uh, attitude of the person that is working with the bees. Well, you're right on the money there, but also think about this. That's even zoom out. Okay, let's say somebody has some aches and pains and they take an aspirin. Really? Is the aspirin or this affect everything? There's so many factors involved that, again, you got to maybe stop the, let's say, the headache one, stop the pressures from pushing down before that aspirin, or we can tie into a shungite analogy, will even have an effect. So, I mean, you got to, so it's not, you don't add shungite and then open up your beehive and chemically treat your bees. Well, sure, the next thing out of your mouth is going to be, shungite didn't work. Well, of course it didn't work. You just fumigated a house with 50,000 little individuals in it. And that's what's happening, by the way, on these acylic acid treatments for mites and things. And for the beekeepers out there that know what I'm talking about, um, it's not a great idea. So it can be a shungai, a beehive built out of shungai. You're still pumping it full of toxins and chemicals. So, I mean, it, it all matters. And I want to reiterate here that, you know, in the book Shungite Reality and the chapter on bees, the amazing success he he got, he never lost a bee to any kind of unnatural in that, you know, just wasn't attrition. Um, and he never used any chemicals. It's just, this is not a difficult thing. Stop the chemicals. Take a chance. No deaths, no deaths in the three years that he was operating, you know, under his, he He's into so many other things. The bees, unfortunately, are not getting done, I guess. Yeah, we have the location issue. Which is basically yeah, the it's, it's the whole thing, a whole lot of things that are involved in it. Um, but during that time frame, he never lost a bee to mite or, you know, uh, sickness, uh, you know. They, there was no collapse, no colony collapse. In fact, the colonies grew expected, in unexpected ways. I mean, millions of bees. He had to keep building hives to keep some of them, and he didn't get them all. So, you know, this is this is miracles of Shungite with the bees. You can only really, really see it when you stop the chemicals. Right? Yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. Again, you got to stop, you know, the negative and the harm, and then you'll start recovering. And yeah, so definitely no chemicals and yeah. you have a, such a huge difference. Now, did uh, Mark get back with us? I guess we'll hang on. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Okay, great, 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 great. Um, so we we talked about a few things. I don't even know. You take notes. What what did we want to talk about? Um, considering the heat in Oregon and in Washington, <clears throat> and we had ours um, a couple weeks ago, last week, uh, you guys think this is um, a weather wars thing, weather manipulation? Because, I mean, some of the podcasts I listen to, like Ice Age Farmer, <clears throat> Mike Adams, thing, things like that, and Mike Adams has a connection to the supply chain around the world um, and with the inflation, uh, that some of this is manufactured. So it would surprise me if, um, you know, the, this whole drought thing is being forced. I mean, they're already releasing some fresh water <clears throat> in California out to the ocean and then Anyway, yeah, there's some shenanigans going on at the border, Oregon, California border. So, um, and maybe what solutions we can do uh, for this on the West Coast? Because I I, wor- I work with an intention group every week, and maybe could like intentionize um, rain or something, um, or maybe like organize some kind of energy tech devices or something like that. Um, I can chime in a little bit on that. Um, how do I take uh, the even just 3D, so let's let's not even think whether wars or the bad guys doing it or this, that, and the other. Not that you were saying it that way, but I'm just, I want to put this in a different perspective then. Um, I mean, anybody can get on, and I found a dozen companies where I, as an individual, can literally give them money and dial up weather. So it's not even a, a government thing or a bad guy thing or this, that, and the other, but there are lots of groups or individuals that have are able to have an effect on the atmosphere one way or another. And let's say they're pulling moisture into this pocket of Washington, or again, I'm just kind of be vague here. Well, then that means it's going to pull it from somewhere else. But those in that somewhere else spot will see that, oh my gosh, they're turning up the heat. This and So lots of ways of perceiving these things. Um, and lots of people with hands in the bowl having an effect uh, and so it, there's just so many levels to that. So I would myself, just my perspective, I don't default and, and wouldn't term it whether wars, whether environmental manipulation, and usually they're doing it on the energy level, which has an effect on the weather. That's why I like the energy devices and not say weather devices. Um, but yeah, there's lots going on. And again, what I was talking about is you can literally, and it's, again, you don't have to be a club member, a card holding a member of the Illuminati and I'm making fun of it to contact these companies and do something, no, they'll do it. And they do it here in this area over a specific farm. One basic way most people are probably aware of is cloud seeding. That's one thing. There's another way of spraying a mist in the air with certain charged um, particles. It's not just water of other things. It will draw other ones toward them. And long story short, it'll pull the moisture out of the air and form it into a raindrop. And you can pay for these things. And they're different salts is what it is. Um, there's that, I won't get into too much of that, but there's, I, I always have to watch how much I talk about here, but, um, yeah, it's just different particles I put in the air that they know will have an effect. Um, and so I don't see the overall weather circumstance that I'm experiencing up here as quote, and, it, and you didn't ask that that way. Again, I want to emphasize that as an attack, it's the results of, again, too many people in the kitchen 
everybody trying to be a chef and doing it different ways. So, and we're all, air quotes here, going to have to pay for that on one level or another. And if that means, well, you're going to experience a drought or excessive rain or have fun with the chemical part particles that fall out of the sky in our environments, that as well. So a lot of, a lot of hands in the mix there. Um, but it can be perceived anyway. Yeah, if we look at it as, a, well, this affected me negatively, it can be called, well, it's a weather war. Well, not if you're on the other side and you're seeing it as, so it, I'll just have to say it's all perspective. Um, and I think we should all realize that. It's like too many kids at the pool doing cannonballs at once. Well, everybody's going to be dealing with the waves, the water, the splashes, and this, that, and the other. Um, so it's just a bigger picture subject there. I don't know, Nancy, where you want to, if you want to chime in on that? No, it seems like you covered it. I mean. Yeah, so there's not one guy. It's not like we can all get together and, okay, everybody hold a picket and go after who's doing that. Well, well, then we need to change these companies from being able to legally be able to literally fly a plane out there. And I'm talking Farmer Joe down the field who has no idea about these higher thoughts or the Illuminati, you know, like making fun of it. Those things, no, that's just Farmer Joe knowing he can spray this, but yet we're all perceiving it as a weather war. No, it's, again, perspective. Let's not put too much energy into that or we start building the angst, stress, anxiety energies, and that'll exacerbate the situation, make it worse. So just a little insight on that one. Um, and, then, yeah, thanks for the promo there. The next show coming up here in about a half an hour is Metaphysical Perspectives. Um, they'll be right here, same site, same channel. You don't need to go anywhere. Um, and we'll have Walt Silva on his guest, but... I don't know, Mark, did you want to elaborate on that at all or, or anything else? Yeah, so for those living in the West Coast and want to do something uh, individually or uh, whatever tools we have on hand intentionally, um, or maybe is there an organization or, or website we can go to or, you know, to, to contact them and, and or maybe contribute money, something like that? Like, uh, I don't know, any... any individual possibilities to, to take it's a tough thing i know that's a tough thing to even kind of you know structure into a, a question or sentence or statement because you know how do you do that so I, I get that aspect of it um but really from mine this might be a, a next show but it doesn't really matter topic it's our we ultimately can control our own environment so think that quantum level around you that put yourself in that soccer ball of love that is where i start first rather than anywhere else that way i'm walking around in my own um love environment and then it, it will help it'll affect you physically emotionally mentally all of those first and then when you come from that state well then you have the perspective so now you're not out in the rainstorm let's say get on an umbrella work on yourself first and then you'll see things like oh well wait a minute it's not a bunch of bad guys and it's not a big conspiracy theory not that some, that's not true on different levels so don't get me wrong either on that but let's just go greater picture. Then you realize, well, wait a minute. Ultimately, to have an effect, it's not a group, a club, or something to join. It's ultimately the ones that believe they're in charge, the government. Well, then we need to come at those congressmen, the, the politicians, whoever, that write the laws and push on that. Say, hey, no. Who says it's smart or intelligent on any level to let – and let's just run with the story of Farmer John. That's not just that case going out there having an effect because somebody had some money and they wanted water in their fields or something. We need to realize we all share this environment. We're all connected and we don't get to do that. It's like saying, I'm going to run to the buffet line first and grab all the, you know, the whatever food because I want that. 
just because I got in first. We just need to change our perspective of reality and then everything else will change. Um, so it's just a little different than, <clears throat> you know, the way, the way I put it out, I guess. But individually first, and then you'll expand into a wider understanding, realizing, oh, wait, it's not about just, you know, certain websites or following this out and the other and everybody yelling and getting all upset and making themselves. No, it's what you can actually do steps to have an effect. Um, well, and that, then start on that Farmer John. What allows him, again, I know an odd analogy, but I don't have another one, or the bad guys up there with their airplanes spraying chemtrails. Whatever. First, they're up there. What gives them their air quotes here permission or lets them think they can do that to affect us all? Start working back. And that means, well, Congress up, uh, authorized us. We can do whatever. Well, then, hmm, what do you do with that one? Go at your congressman, your politicians, blah, blah, blah. Find that person with a larger understanding, knowing you shouldn't be doing things like that. Um, so that's that's just part of it from my perspective. Great. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Let me see. I was wondering also about, I don't know how I got into this. Oh, the LED thing. Because um, in a way, that's part of the, the, the uh, what do you call it, smart cities and control grid system. In um, a lot of cities, like uh, highways even, they have those crazy bright, um, I don't know if they're even LEDs. But so... Like, what can we do as far as, I mean, because I have my, my blue blocking glasses, but sometimes those aren't enough. So if we were wanting to uh, shungite them, um, should we get, like, your S4 magnet and then place it? Like, how will we place it and then maybe ha um, some kind of deconstruction of how, um, you know, what it would do to the light? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, from a skin and eye level, like this thing destroys um, um, cells in the eyes and then also depletes um, dopamine and, and melatonin. And that just goes for artificial light at night even, simply. So I don't know from an energy level or, or practical use, especially with the um, uh, uh, stuff in, in the store that you have that people I, can buy and use. No, great question. I would do just actually, you're right on the money, of course. Um, I would do the, <clears throat> excuse me, the S4 magnet first. And then remembering that we, to one degree or another, depending on your understanding, you do have an effect on your personal environment. So it always starts with you first inside. Keep your immune system. So it's a vehicle. You're in a car, the car analogy here, your body. It's a vehicle. Put the good stuff in it. Do the oil changes. Think salt baths. Good luck on this, but try and go organic and non-GMO foods if you can. Just a suggestion. Long story short, get your own vehicle at its optimum performance so that when you find yourself in those harmful environments or near those lights, and you won't even know about it most of the time, and everybody knows that, well, then it won't have such an effect on you, and then you're that strong player, so then you can contribute to the whole to maybe get rid of these things. So the answer for me, myself first do my, my etheric armoring, imagine yourself love, and I won't go through all that, but structure, get yourself set first. Again, plane going down in this analogy, you put your oxygen mask on first before you try and help anybody else. It just, from my perspective, makes sense. And then do things like grab that next oxygen mask. So in this case, that magnet, yes, put it on the, let's go with the light pole story, um, on that. But remember, energy. Energy that we're seeing is we're seeing or interacting <clears throat> visually with 
Scientists will tell you 90% of this universe is invisible. It's on the frequency range of your imagination and feelings. So coming from that understanding, if someone has that understanding, well, then do your woohoo work. Imagine that light. What I'm going to do is have fun with it, get excited. Well, you're not hurting me. I'm going to put that soccer ball of love over that light. So remember, I started with myself first, physically, emotionally, energetically, get my body, my vehicle straight. I'm not compromised to the degree I can. And then 3D, putting that Shanghai magnet so that it interacts with it. And then remember, 90% is invisible. Well, then get involved with the invisible. Use your imagination, your thoughts and feelings. And yep, love that light. That's just, I'm not saying you have to walk up and hug the thing like the tree, but generate that love feeling. And it can be just an imagination level. It's not a 20 minute meditation. You don't have to find the quiet spot in your head for it to work. It's a thought. Decide, look at it, go, no, you're not. You're a love light. I know it sounds corny, but think, and you don't have to use the exact words, but think of it like that. It's your intention on the frequency levels, getting into the energy field of that light. And then it will hold that frequency because you've added the Shanghai magnet. So now, you know, a little lamp of love, you know, and that can be anything. It doesn't have to be a light. It can be any energy device. So that's, that's, that would be my response. And I don't know if you have an expansion on that, Nancy, or something else you maybe do. No, again, you, you're covering it well. <laughs> it's, uh, Mark, what else? Did he answer your question? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, practical stuff we can do, simple. I mean, we don't need to rely on too much externality, so that's great. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know, Derek, if you're able to share um, not just local stories, but maybe um, anecdotal stuff or, or uh, reassurances maybe for um, – because I know last week we talked about this whole thing with uh, – and the health health freedom um, updates about um, airlines canceling uh, their flight plans. I mean, we got the Fourth of July weekend coming up, and then this was just last week where like hundreds of flights are getting rescheduled, canceled because everybody behind the scenes got sick from the shots, uh, blood clots, or otherwise. <clears throat> And apparently July is supposed to be a big revelation month in regards to this as far as Cliff High's predictions. But I don't know from an energy level or just your own uh, uh, spectrum of, of perspective to – I don't give reassurance to people or, or maybe just you know heart-centered, expand. And, and, and I, know, I mean we could all pray and intentionalize for, for people to be better over the holiday weekend and flights to be safe. But you know just this whole thing. I think it's coming front and center with the holiday weekend coming up and maybe your take on it. No, sure. And some of that on the airplane one with the um, flight attendants or whatnot. So on from what I, and I have spoken to some people on this, um, some of it is, you know, the flight attendants seeing passengers responses to being up there or near people that are vaccinated that are not vaccinated and that. So they don't want to be in that environment. So I think frontline workers in this example and they're seeing what's going on. So that's what's happening. It's not so much the, the passengers or customers not wanting to fly, it's them not being able to staff their plane. Well, uh, I'd probably kind of think about that myself as a passenger. So, and yes, I'm going to get into a probably a cooking analogy that everybody was probably waiting on. I think I saw a comment on that. How have I not done that yet today? 
But think about that kitchen. Um, and if all of a sudden all the cooks abandoned the restaurant and kitchen, well, I probably wouldn't go into that environment and order some food or in this case, you know, fly, get on the airplanes. I'm not trying to panic or anything, um, but that's some of the reasoning behind it. So, again, it, it for me, it's always going to come back to your own personal energy field first, because that's what you can have a direct effect on uh, to different levels. Um, <clears throat> but get your own biome, your gut, your um your lymphatic system, think fluid between your cells and little lymph nodes, if you're not aware of what those are, but being aware of things like that are parts of your greater being, um, literally being aware of them. So if you sit here and imagine, oh, little, little lymph nodes, little, just think little nodes is peppered throughout your body um, all over the place. I'm not talking about your glands, but there's glands as well. And then the fluid between your cells, well, fluid crystalline structure, programmable, extrapolate out on your understanding. I'm just kind of speaking vague here, or general, we should say. Um, it's a programmable thing. Well, you now realize, and you probably did anyway, well, of course, there's fluid between your cells. But maybe you didn't think of it from the aspect that it's a programmable thing. So starting from inside out, keep yourself healthy. Think heart chakra, maybe if you want to think of a center. That toroidal love field, just, no, nah, that's a love donut. I love donuts. Now I got a donut of love around my heart. Just goofy thoughts like that have an effect, and you can switch that up any way you want. And then, oh, that's right. Expanding your understanding gives you abilities. I know it's a, a tough thing to speak about, but that's how it works. So if you understand, well, wait a minute. I am built of a certain percentage of water. And by the way, so is my in environment around me. There's water particles everywhere. And nobody told you you had to have water particle one, two, and three, or seven pounds of them to make it programmable. One molecule is all you need. And by the way, good luck on getting just one molecule anyway. So I'm telling you, use your imagination and feelings. Again, I'm just reminding everybody, not, not even teaching you, that have an effect. Just have that thought or understanding. We are the most powerful players in this environment. We just need to realize that. And start individually. So, yep, imagine yourself. Perfect example of perfect love here and now. The perfect you, whatever that is. And that's how you'll be. And, and think of it things. as a perfect plane, a perfect flight. So. Exactly. Don't yeah. limit yourself to just your own environment. You know, program it out. You know, just, you know, it, it's it's not imagining the details, although the details sometimes help you focus. So, you you know, you think about... I'm just going to have a wonderful time. I'm going to feel joy. I'm going to pass joy on to other people. I'm going to feel them react to me. And we're going to have just a wonderful, wonderful trip. No drama. Um, or you can say, I'm going to drive to the airport and I'm going to have no problems. I'm going to find a place to park. You can go through the details. You know, of, of, but do it. You got nothing else to do when you're thinking about this stuff except to worry. Don't worry. Program. You know, the worry, oh, God, I got to go in bed. I've got my suitcase. Relax. Program. I've got my suitcase packed. And if it isn't packed with something, please, somebody just tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, you forgot that. You know, don't limit yourself in your ability to actually program a good day for yourself. And that includes if you have to get on a plane. Don't limit. Mark? <clears throat> this goes for driving, too, because for work, uh -huh. I, I drive a lot. And then I don't know if it's just 
what do you call it? Like, uh, like things start building once you notice it, like patterning, if you will. Like I'm seeing more accidents the past few months than I've seen, you know, last year and early this year. And then I don't want to assume it's because um, side effects from the shot or like, you know, the heavy EMFs here in the West Coast. But I mean, but like what Derek was saying, you know, uh, uh, doing doing that um, uh, walkthrough. But also you got the um, S4 uh, sticker uh, on the cell phone. And then like the old video from 2017 of the RN doing the microscope of this person in their 40s, um, you know, showing the blood, no stem cells at all. You know, before the cell phone and the blood's all all chaotic, and then you have the what S4 um, in the phone, and then with the person, and then not only are is the blood like flowing great, but there's stem cells that would never even be there, like with a normal person. I don't know, Nancy or Derek, you can uh, not just maybe detail that further, but like okay, how we can you know people who have their S4s or want to buy like we can use this for like when we fly or drive and just go about and, and knowing that these things are happening. Oh, sh- sure. And and then the S4 sticker, for those that don't know, of course, size doesn't matter with Shungai. So we're just talking about, you know, a little actual sticker um, with a small amount of the silver and Shungai powder particles inside of that. Um, and that, that ties into the whole quantum entanglement part. But yeah, the S4 stickers are, are good for, Physical, because the Shungite is in there with silver, so it's not just electronics. It's good for um, anything. I mean, literally, you can put it in the back of a book, use it as a bookmark or things like that um, on planes and things. Um, yeah, it's, you're going to have an effect just carrying that with you in your environment. I actually have S4 stickers on my luggage. So just stuck to the outside of the, the suitcase itself. So as it's passing through everything, it's it's doing a little clearing. And, of course, I know there's – then as it leaves me and my Shungai, that environment then um, is back to its – it gets reverted because there's they're pumping in those frequencies or energies or there's a device nearby. Um, but it does all have an effect. So really just have it with you wherever you can. I know it's tough to maybe figure out a way to get Shungai on a plane. I'm not sure how to do that exactly. We have done it on pickup uh, – I mean uh, semi-trucks. Did you have a question to answer here? Uh, well, yeah. Um, a friend of mine takes the Shungai – sticker and puts it in with her cigarette pack oh like just tuck it in the little you know the 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 covering you know she doesn't take off all that cellophane she just slips it in behind the cellophane that's i'd you know what if i was if i smoked i would probably do the exact same thing in fact if somebody and i do not recommend vape pens or those little I, i like to jokingly call them little bionic cigarettes um but if, if you are of such and you're going to have those around and they're so harmful, they're worse than plain old cigarettes. A lot of it ties into the, uh, that heating element that sloughs off heavy metal toxins and particles while it's heating up, whatever that often nicotine liquid is in there. So I'm not even talking about the nicotine being harmful or the other chemicals. And yep, it is, of course, and you all know that. But I'm talking about the heating element that is now sloughing off those particles on the nanoscale that is entering your lungs. And you all know where I'm going with that one. So that I would even, if yep, put an S4 sticker around it if you can, not gonna stop the particles from leaving in there, but on the energy level, at least you're having an effect. Any movement, any energy on any level, even if it's just a thought, 
will have an effect. So all hands on deck, whatever that is. If you can put the sticker there and if not, hey, yep, imagine it. Um, ultimately, stop the, if you can, the member body vehicle, get the right stuff in there if you can, but also, you know, I know where we're at and good luck on avoiding what they call chemtrails and things like that or the metals and toxins in our food and water. It's everywhere. So ultimately, take care of yourself first so that when these non-compatible energies or particles get in us or on us or around us, they don't affect you as much. So um, that's why I always like to start from take it home first because others are thinking, um, you know, let's say you go to a, I'm going to use a weird analogy, a, a club, a dance club, and you don't like, so for me, you know, I'm a country music guy, but let's say they're playing techno. Well, the answer is not to walk up there and stop that DJ from playing techno. Maybe the answer is on a personal level, I put in some earplugs. Hmm. And then go from there or remove myself from a techno club, first of all, and put myself in a country club. You know, start home first and then work out from there. Where often I'm seeing, and the bigger point of my comment here is everybody's jumping outside themselves, yelling or getting pissed off or whatever at others or other circumstances, trying to change that so that it doesn't affect them. No. Work on your own plate. Don't change. Uh, yep. Back to the food analogy. Don't try and affect the whole buffet line. There's reasons for some of that on there and maybe it's it's something spicy so somebody learns they shouldn't eat spicy food affect yourself your own reality get the spicy food in this food analogy off your plate once you realize it's not good for you rather than oh stop all spice you know so again i just want to expand perspectives and i'm not saying that chemtrails are good for some and not, i'm not saying that either i just want a better visualization for people bring home clean your own house first before you worry about the, you know, the, the others. Um, and I'm not saying don't worry about others because we all share this environment. But again, you know, closer to you and then work out is just a suggestion because, again, just giving my perspective. So I hope that made some sense. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, Mark, we got 10 minutes. What else would you like to bring up? And I just have a couple. Oh, go ahead. Just, go ahead. I have a couple minutes, Nancy. Remember, um, in between the shows, I have to pause, so I don't know. If yeah, I'm looking at it. You, you got okay, four minutes that, or you can okay. leave now if you want. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say something in case you guys wanted to maybe turn it, you know, around onto YouTube or however. But just wanted to point that out. Mark, do you have something for for Derek, or shall we just let him go and then he can get things? Oh, together? I mean. Yeah, whatever he needs to do. I'm pretty open. I'm just but. stepping out for a few minutes to prep for the next show. Yeah, I'm that's here. perfect. That's fine. Yeah, that's all. So, yeah, then I'll just I'll just thank everybody for being here from from my perspective. I appreciate it and all the great chat going on and questions. And I know I missed a lot of it, um, but yeah, no, thank you, Mark and Nancy, and everybody for being here. And, and I'll see all of you in you know next show with Walt and Jalissa. Oh yeah, Walt and Jalissa will be here, and so uh, oh yeah, we're gonna have a, a good time. Should be should be a lot of fun. Okay, we'll see you in a little bit, 10 minutes. Thanks. Okay, so Mark, it's you and me again. <laughs> um, oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. Do you remember when we had the discussion about the hydrochloroquine and the connection to quinine? Yeah, numerous times, of course. Yes, and um, Walt did do the quinine, and I sent you a, the link. Okay. Yeah, so that's on the Healing Tones page. Um, let me see if I can bring it I've up. Got it. I've got it. I've got it right now. I've got it. I'm going to drop it into the um, into the chat. Okay, this is 
the healing tones that Walt has been working on since, I don't know, 2015 or something, maybe 14. And he added the quinine one to this. So he said to me, uh, I, we talk, after, after one of the Shungite shows on the Cosmic Reality Show, which is a 6 to 8 tonight Eastern Time, um, I asked him, you think you can get the quinine? Now, why? Well, because hydrochloroquine is actually the basic uh, source of getting this is, is quinine. And the plant that you get the quinine from and the quinine that you get can be a little bit iffy. Uh, there's you can get yourself into trouble if you don't know what the hell you're doing with it. So we know that even the pharmaceutical guy <laughs> says you know you can heal with energy. So what Walt did was um, okay. So he said, um, uh, let me just get this out of the way. When I doused quinine, it gave me the sixth octave as the original octave for the sound clip. In case people find it too shrill, I lowered it to the octave. I lowered the octave to fourth. Try both. And right now I was able to find, when I first set this this uh, page up years ago, um, I couldn't get a download capability on it, but now I can. So you can actually download these sounds, and I will go back and, and get the other ones so that they can download too. But anyway, if um, because... It, it, if things got really bad and you couldn't get the hydrochloroquine and you couldn't get the quinine, you've got the energy field. You know, something you start and and you know, hydrochloroquine seems to have a lot of different uh, modalities of healing and just in it. So quinine, but anyway, you'll get the basic quinine um, signal. Now it's not hydrochloroquine; it's the quinine that hydrochloroquine is built on. So, um, yeah, I wanted to mention that, that I finally did get to do it. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about myself. So, um, yeah, yeah, that'll be good for, I mean, because we got people leaving early uh, from work to travel for, you know, the holiday weekend and being around people they aren't usually. And we don't know if they're setting in, in transmission. And I know we could do the uh, buckyball surrounding oneself. Or white light or Merkaba. I'm sure there's numerous other things you can do. Um, how about the Spear of Destiny? I don't, we talked Sunday about that. Just the, not so much a joke, but I was rewatching uh, Game of Thrones, the later seasons, and and um, I think a couple of years ago in, in the show, I was maybe fantasizing or joking that uh, the dragon glass, which is used to kill the the zo uh, ice zombies in the show, like okay, that that's if it's like this this uh, impervious stone or powerful stone, it's like Shungite. And so when I talked to Nancy over the weekend, it was like, okay, Dr. Carrie Madej, and I sent her the, um, I don't know, this is like the June 6th or 8th, talked about some of her colleagues or like experiences, people who got shot, you know, the Franken shots, um, are testing high in EMF meters. So... These people are walking antennas, you know, and we got 5G all around us as far as like in the, maybe the bigger cities. And we know that health code or one's health is determined by a, a zip code, not genetic code, because zip genetics as far as health. So, you know, Shungai creates that barrier for us in like the S4 stem cells. And we do have that spear of destiny morphic field component um, in the Shungai field. 
so I don't know if if um, people can maybe <laughs> uh, use that to create like uh, spears of destiny armor around them, or I don't know. Is there a way to maybe apply that? I mean, I'm just being mythologizing that aspect of it. Well, the spear of destiny is an energy field that where where it came from, I don't know, but well, I do sort of know. The story goes back to when. Uh, Jesus was being crucified and the captain of the guard who was overseeing it he had a spear and that spear was the Jewish ceremonial spear now that's the first time we hear of it in historical reference it definitely was a very high level of Let's so let's call it ceremonial magic versus black magic or white magic, um, and the story is fascinating. But when we lo- we we released it to the let's say the, the the section of humanity, the part of humanity that is more connected to their own source, their own metaphysical self. For those people, it's like an added energy field. But again, like anything else, if you engage your mind, if you go, gee, I don't have to really worry about this because I'm a metaphysical being with a tremendous amount of knowledge that I just have to remember. And I have been offered the energy of the Spear of Destiny, which is Gaia's energy now, it's not the old-fashioned, humankind, Nazi crapola. This is Gaia's energy in a, in a great, uh, an amazing situation that I've talked about before. But Gaia was given the Spear of Destiny. It was brought back to her, and she took it. And then much later, she gave it back to me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this now? I gave it to you back, and you know it's back of me. <laughs> but what I realized, again, after quite a bit of time, was that this this, this was to be given to everybody. Everybody that sees the new reality, that knows that we can make this jump, this leap in evolution. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a, an energy from God, whatever your God is. And it's just another kind of bonus to the to the concept of the history that we've gone through and the fact that it's all energy it's all energy so it can be used if people feel comfortable with it yes did that answer your question yeah <clears throat> can definitely expand more on it next show or like the other shows but Sure, people can play with that over the, over the weekend and, and it's there for them to, how to personalize it and for myself included. Thank you, Nancy. And, yeah, and everybody have a good 4th of July. Be safe out there. And just let 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 your love energy just, you know, make it a wonderful time for yourselves. And uh, we're going to hang up here with Shungite Reality, and then we're going to start up with metaphysical perspective. So I appreciate you all. Thank you, Mark. So much appreciate you. Couldn't do this show without you. And uh, we'll see you next time. You want to say good night or, or good day? <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you, Nancy. Thanks, everybody. Everybody in the chat room. Have a good holiday weekend and week. Take care. We'll see you later. Well, we'll see you in a... Just stay with us.